Now, when was Jesus buried? When was Jesus buried? So the question is, how do you, how do you respond to someone from Scriptures who says Christ did not die on Friday, but instead he died on Wednesday and rose on a Sunday? Why do they say that? Because of the, their so-called scriptural proofs from Matthew chapter 12, verse 40, saying that, well, for Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So they say, well, if Jesus says it's three days, three nights, then we, and they agree that Jesus arose on the first day, which is Sunday, first day of the week, which is Sunday, then if you trace back, well, Wednesday, if Jesus was buried, means died and buried on Wednesday, then Wednesday to Thursday, that takes to us first day, first night, uh, one day, one night, then Thursday to Friday, another one day, one night, then Saturday, um, one, uh, Friday to Saturday, then Saturday itself, another one day, one night, then, oh sorry, Saturday to Sunday, another one day, one night. So that is, that fits perfectly to them. One day, one night would mean Jesus was buried on Wednesday, okay? Now, how do you resolve that? Well, there are many other uh, quotations that the person provided, uh, which uh, I will not need to go through all those details. But basically, to them, they say, well, Jesus must be buried on Wednesday. And they, they say, well, then people say, well, then how do you explain all these things? They say, oh, no, then they find all sorts of ways to say, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's that kind of thing, all right? Now, it can be resolved very simply. Maybe I'll ask this question first, all right? The principle of reading scriptures. What are some of the key principles? Whenever you encounter a passage that seems not so clear, all right? Not so clear. What do you do? Uh, let's ask Gracia. What do you do when, when a passage in the Bible doesn't seem so clear to you? What do you do? I know you say ask daddy and then daddy ask pastor if daddy doesn't know. But you yourself, just say you're reading on your own. Look for the context, okay? So we know the context, we look for the context. We can't take one verse out of context, we look at the context. Well, then what's the next one? Okay, be fair. Um, let's see. Uh, Veronica, what's the next C? Okay, maybe i ask Jennifer, the sister. When is context? Say again. Right? Use scriptures to compare with scriptures. The consistency with other parts of scriptures. Right? Consistency with other parts of scriptures. And the third C, if it contradicts any doctrines, theology. All right? Because the Bible, end-to-end, -end, forms theology as well. Hmm? So does it contradict any theology? Does it, is it consistent with other parts of scriptures, the same events, especially? And of course, immediately look at the context, okay? So now with that, this is only one occasion where Christ say, buried three days and three nights, all right? So, um, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. One occasion. Now, then when we look at the many other parts of Scripture, so now we say, well, I'm not sure. Is it three days? Is it Wednesday? 
best thing is to go and look at other parts of scriptures because from context you still can't tell other parts of scriptures now what do other parts of scripture say about the same event now, especially from christ's mouth himself now if you notice that christ when he talked about his 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 death and his resurrection matthew 16 21 uh, we so um, from that time forth jesus began to show unto his disciples so he showed them now then he says the Son of Man must first suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. The third day. In Luke 9.22, the same, he says, the Son of Man must suffer many things and so on and so on. So the record is still, must and be raised the third day. And then in Luke 24, 21, um, the same, sorry, I forgot to uh, underline it. And beside all this today is the third day since we since these things were done the third day and then in acts even after the event and in in the book of acts god raised him up the theology was god raised him up the third day all right so scripture uh, uh replete with many instances talking about the same event using the description the third day now the third day and Christ also, in other parts, says three days. Not always that he will say three days and three nights. Matthew 27, 63, he said, After three days, I will arise again. Mark 8, 31, and he said, um, And after three days, rise again. So Christ used different terms. He used three days and three nights once. Many other places, it's recorded, he said, After three days, and third day, even more often, third day. Okay, so now once you see that, then can we use all this uh, many information about the same event from Christ's mouth himself, from the apostles' writing as well, to identify when was Christ truly buried? Okay, now first and foremost, when was Christ crucified? The Bible says, and it was the third hour and they crucified him third hour just remember I'll, I'll show you what it means third hour they crucified him now when did jesus die so crucifixion and death is different crucified the bible said third hour then um when did he die mark tells us um and verse 30 uh, verse 33 and the sixth hour was come there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour right and at the ninth hour jesus cried with a loud voice and you know the rest, Eli, Eli, lama samatani, which is interpreted, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Okay, and then it is at the ninth hour, verse 37, and Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. All right, so he died. Now, let me, I don't think I can draw here, so I need to draw somewhere else. Okay. When was Jesus crucified? It was third hour. Now, how do the Jews account for time? When you read the Bible, you also must be aware that in some um, records, they use the way the Roman, Roman people account for time. Sometimes they use the way the Jews account for time. All right? So the first hour, second hour, third hour, you know it is the Jewish way of accounting for time. So Jesus was crucified on the third hour. Now, what is third hour? 
Right, I can't draw a circle very well, but third hour. So this is the clock. The Jewish way of counting time, all right, is from 6 a.m. It starts, sunrise, all right? Then 7 is what, first hour, second hour, third hour, so 9 a.m. It's called third hour. That's how, they, that's how they account for time, all right? Then what about the um, sixth hour, obviously, is, so this is third, all right? Six will be 12 p.m., all right? Then ninth, 3 p.m. will be the ninth hour, okay? So when was Jesus crucified? We will say at the ninth hour, eh, the third hour, right? Third hour, so somewhere at nine o'clock. And say between the third to the sixth, there were darkness, okay? Or something, let's, let's look at the verse. Make sure you... Six hour was come, there was darkness, so 12 o'clock. Why would God choose 12 o'clock? Maybe I ask. Darkness was come at 12 o'clock. Why? Why do you think so? Uh, Cornelius. 12, Christ was, Christ was put up on the cross here. Christ was put up on the cross on the third hour. All right, I lost the pointer already. So Cornelius. Christ was put up on the third hour. All right, so 9 a.m. Agree? Then God says, at the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land. Why do you think God would do that? Not sure. Um, let me see. You uh, you want to try? Why 12 hour? God said, at 12 hour, to, uh, sorry, um, at the sixth hour until the ninth hour was darkness in the land. Why do you think God chose that time? Can't guess. Uh, Caleb? Not sure. Maggie? I can see you. <laughs> Maggie, why do you think God would choose the 12th hour, eh, the 6th hour, which is 12 o'clock, to make the land darkness, in darkness? Any guess? No. Okay, last one. Matthew. All right, excellent answer. Because usually at 12 o'clock, it would be the brightest overhead noon sun, right? And if God would turn it to darkness, it will really capture the attention. Because they know when this happened, it's noon. And for the few hours after noon, right, noon, bright sunlight, and it was in darkness, they would know that it's something that God was doing. All right? So God would show his might. So God controls all this. So what is the lesson, young ones? What is the lesson? Right? God created everything. Can he um, make those unique um, changes, even miraculous um, changes that, that defies um, the so-called law of nature? He can because he's the creator of the laws of nature. Right? That is our glorious God. So learn to trust him, all right? Don't be fearful. Learn to trust him. Now, so when you see that, then we come back to this drawing, right? So we know he was 
he was crucified. And when did he die? When did he give up the ghost? If you come back here, and then the third hour, and then verse 37, and Jesus cried and gave up the um, ghost. So we come back to this drawing. Jesus died, all right, somewhere here. Three o'clock onwards, okay? So, now, why is this important? The other thing that you need to know, how the Jews calculate their days. Let's see if you remember. Those who went through First John with John Bible studies, all right? How do they account for the beginning of the day or the a day? From when, from what time to what time? Let's see, those who attended teens Q&A. Uh, teens Q&A, oh, grown-up. Well, then ask the grown-up one. Jillian wasn't here. All right, Susan, how do the Jews um, calculate their days when they say one day, first day, or this day? Four hours, 12 hours, 12 hours. Something like that, yeah, something like that, 12 hours. Okay, try another one so that you will pay attention the next time. Those who got out of it, Vincent. Means you're very old. It has been a while. First 12 hours a day, the other 12. All right, last one. What about maybe like Benedict? Not sure. Okay, that's fast. Um, now, how do you account for the the beginning, like for example, when, when does the Sabbath start and so on. Now, so for example, this is Friday, right? This is Saturday. As we know time, right? For us, it, start at, it starts at, well, midnight and then it goes to morning, right? For them, it's, it's different. So on Friday, um, 6 p.m., all right? Friday, 6 p.m. to... To set to Saturday, maybe I use a different color, all right? So Friday, 6 p.m. to Saturday, 6 p.m. Now, that is how they account. So it is not like for us midnight, to, for them it's 6. So Friday, 6 p.m. onwards. Friday, 6 p.m. onwards to Saturday, 6 p.m. That's how they count the days. They count. So actually, Friday, 6 p.m. onwards, their, their Sabbath actually begins, okay? Actually begins and it ends 6 p.m. the next day. That's how they account. So you can't ask why. That is how they account. Now, that, this, with these two information, that Christ died at 3 p.m., all right? And I won't say Saturday, all right? And this is how they account for days. Then we can piece things together. Who's lost so far? I'm sure you lost, you won't say as well. Now then... We come back here. We come back here. Now, if we know that Christ definitely arose on Sunday, there's no argument about that. Now the question is, when was he buried? There are a few clues that become, makes it very obvious. Now, in Mark chapter 15, we are told, um, and when the even was come, because it was the preparation, that is the day before the Sabbath, 
Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor. Now, that is when he went to um, Pilate to crave, to ask for the body of Jesus. Now, we know that when did, when did he go and ask for the body of Jesus? It means Jesus was still hanging on the cross because he took them down, all right? He gave the body to Joseph, right? So um, they, took, they took the body down and then the body was given to him then he wrapped him up. So Jesus' body, Jesus' body was taken down from the cross and wrapped. Now when? The Bible says it was the day of preparation. It was on the day of preparation. Now when is the day of preparation? Now in scriptures, it's clear um, in two places. Sorry. This is the Sabbath day. All right? And the day of preparation we read, day of preparation is the day before Sabbath. The day before Sabbath. So Jesus' body was requested on the day before Sabbath. Sabbath is there Saturday, all right? Where it starts on Friday night through to Saturday, 6 p.m. The day before preparation is the day before this Saturday. Jesus' body was requested for on Friday. So when you draw that time, Jesus died at 3 p.m. He gave up the ghost at 3 p.m. Because then this would be Friday, 3 p.m. 6 p.m. begins the Sabbath, correct? 6 p.m. begins the Sabbath. Within these three hours, Joseph went to request because he know he knew that at 6 p.m. onwards, he cannot touch a dead body. All right? He will defile himself. Then he cannot keep the Sabbath. So within this period, he rushed. That's why the Bible said they, they, they needed to make sure that they get the body before Sabbath begins. So on Friday, why is it Friday? Very simple. You don't have to go through all, all the... Um, analysis and everything. The Bible tells you it was the body was requested on the day that is called the day of preparation. And it's day of preparation. The Bible tells you it's before Sabbath. It must be within Friday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Understand? That's all. All right? Now, maybe then some of them argue. All right? Some of them argue, oh, you know, it's not so simple because... Um, in the Jewish um, um, festivals, they have many Sabbaths. They have different Sabbaths, all right? So it may not necessarily be this Sabbath. It may be some other Sabbath, okay? Now, again, it's easy to, to refute. It's so easy, I will ask you. <laughs> all right. Um, maybe, John, you want to try? It's easy to refute to say it must be referring to this Sabbath, not some other Sabbath. Yes, it's easy, but you don't do try. You just agree with me that it's easy. That's all. One, try. Uh, all right, ask those who are in, in engineering. You're, you should be very mathematical, right? Uh, Thomas. Doubting Thomas? Do you doubt? I don't doubt, but I don't know. All right. Well, clever answer. Very clever answer. Okay, I Karine? Chloe? Where's Chloe? Yeah, Chloe? Don't know. Can't, don't want to try. Now, 
Remember these statements that Christ used. He used three days. He also used repeatedly third day, correct? Third day, yeah? Third day. And now that we know how the Jews account for time, then we start to trace back. Right? We start to, how to draw this? We start to trace back. Now, so when did, when was Jesus captured? Now, if it is third day, right? So Sunday, they don't disagree, Sunday. Right? Sunday, and Jesus used third day, third day. Now, if we trace it back, and we trace it back like that, there's no problems at all using third day. Now, Thursday evening, Thursday evening, Jesus was arrested and tried. All right, Jesus was arrested and tried. Then Friday, now this would be, we draw the time, huh? all right, 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m. Now, so what it means then on Friday, all right, on the eve of Friday, eve of Friday means Thursday night, huh? Jesus was arrested here. Eve of Friday, because um, this Thursday, this Friday, the Eve of Friday begins here already. It begins on their Thursday night. Basically, Friday begins on their Thursday night. Okay? Now, then, Friday morning, first day. Okay? Friday morning, first day, um, Jesus was executed. So, Jesus was executed. Because just now we said it will be somewhere between this time, correct? 3 p.m. to um, 6 p.m. If we say, well, Jesus was executed, then Jesus crucified and he died here. Now, then, the next one, Friday to sundown, Friday to sundown begins the second day, second day, all right? Friday to sundown, then, now, Friday sundown, second day begins to eve of Saturday, which is east of Saturday, then Saturday sunrise to sunset, Saturday, which is Sabbath, Sunrise to sunset, no one can do it, no one wanted to do anything. So this is the time he was buried. He was buried here and he stayed in the tomb here. Okay? Now then the third day, because remember it's 6 p.m., that's how they calculate time. Now then the third day, we know that when they finish their Sabbath, they rushed. Alright, they rushed to Christ. And we are told that it was the first day of the week first day. So, third day. Now, once you calculate it like that, first, second, third, it's exactly as Christ said. First, second, third. Now, if you want to take day and night, day and night, day and night, then Wednesday, it becomes, becomes first day, second day, third day, fourth day, which makes Christ's prophecy wrong. Listen carefully. If it was Wednesday, based on how the Jews say days, their days, then Wednesday to Thursday will be first day. Then becomes Jesus arose on the fourth day. Then Jesus' prophecy is wrong. Right? So once you see the many verses saying third day, and num so this is the first argument. First argument is, is here, that his body was requested on the preparation day. And the Bible tells us preparation day is before, before Sabbath day. That is the first 
the first strong reason why we say it is Friday, not Wednesday. Then it says, well, all kinds of Sabbaths, right? Then you come to use third day. The second argument, when you use third day and you trace it back, it has to be still Friday, correct? All right? So first day, because they calculate their time starting at 6 p.m., all right? So they will have many convoluted ways of calculating and, and what, and they say, yeah, but we think it could be like that. Whenever you read scriptures, stick to where the scriptures are, have many verses that are clear. You don't use one verse day and night and then keep one thing to go by that one verse and ignore many of the clear statements in the Bible and want this to be the truth of how you interpret things. So what does this day, um, um, three days, three nights? It's just a way of saying that, well, it means three distinct days delineated by sundown and sunset. Three distinct days delineated by sundown and sunset. That's all, right? That's all. So we use known, clear parts of scriptures to interpret parts that may seem to be um, not so clear to us. Otherwise, we fall into error. Okay? So, well, all those technical things are great to know. But we always say, now, what is the point? What is a spiritual lesson that you can learn? And this is where I ask again. Uh, all right, maybe ask um, Anna, Anna Tiong. What do you think is a spiritual lesson? That... Okay, so that's one thing. Jesus was raised on the Sunday and we see that the disciples, they began to worship on the Sunday from then onwards. Then we know the apostles understood. They started to worship on the first day. Repeated examples of it. Then the, the Christian Sabbath has moved from Saturday to Sunday. All right, so that's one thing. But what are the spiritual lessons that we should learn? Maybe I'll ask the parents. Uh, parents. All right, Colin. Alright, so um, now that you know this, because one of the proof is this, one of the proof is this. So what are some spiritual lessons that you want Maggie to learn? Okay, good. Another lesson which you learn is scriptures are never wrong. Alright? Scriptures are never wrong. God is a perfect God who has given us the perfect Bible. Anything that we read, all right, my child, anything that you read that seems to be contradicting, the Bible is never wrong. It's our understanding that is the problem, right? You can always find an answer, all right? Now, okay, good. Um, next, maybe uh, pay. What well, the spiritual lesson well, the precision of God's records for us, God is a wonderful God, all right? We can trust Him and His Word. We can embrace His Word and just trust it fully. Last, last one. Uh, um, Jonathan. Okay, very good. Jesus is God. Who can, who can say, I'm going to die on the third day? Repeatedly tell people, third day I'm coming up. Third day I'm coming up. No one dares to say that unless he is God because he can control his death and his resurrection, right? Even his death on the cross, he gave up the Holy Ghost, all right? 
he gave up the Holy Ghost. All right, last one. How does this make us remember how we should come to church? Um, Mabel. The answer is staring at you on the screen. How should we come to church then? How should we come to the Lord's Day? Okay, I have only one more minute, so I'll answer it. But think, all right? So what I'm trying to say is when you read scriptures and when you understand these things, we should not just have hate knowledge. You have to ask them, what is the lesson that I should also learn spiritually, okay? Now, notice one of the key proof was that Jesus' body was requested on the day of preparation. And the Bible makes it clear, the day of preparation is before Sabbath. Why is it called the day of preparation? Before Sabbath. Sabbath is the day that they will worship God, all right? Now, then we must remember, yes, like Anna say, our, our Sabbath has moved to the Lord's day, but remember God taught them, before you come to worship me, I will even set a time that I tell Israel, this is called the day of preparation. Okay, so now you nod your head. So, where's the lesson? Pay, try again. <laughs> How is it? Very good. Yes. You know, this is an important lesson we must learn. God taught them to have a day of preparation, the, the hours before, right? The night before. Prepare. Prepare before you come and worship me. So the Christian must learn that. The, the Lord's day worship, we learned this morning, is to come and honour him, magnify him, exalt him, glorify him, to sing and sing, sing and... <gasps> Do you think it glorifies him? And you're so tired, you can't concentrate. Do you think it magnifies him when he is being talked about? It doesn't. So they made sure that they do everything that they needed to do, number one, to be ready for tomorrow. No big rush and arguments at home and all that. And everyone come to church, we're all angry at each other. No, prepare. But more importantly is, make sure that you are fresh for worship. That is how you honour God. That is how you glorify Him. How would you like to have a meeting with someone who, who I am going to play and enjoy myself to the maximum because tomorrow I go to meet this boring person. So the day before parents, Learn to make your children prepare. Learn to make yourself and your children have a good night's sleep. All right? Young ones, don't say, oh, tomorrow I'm going to keep the Sabbath. I'm going to maximize and play like crazy today. And then tomorrow, very tired when you come to worship God. They say, no, the Lord has taught the Old Testament people to have a day of preparation. This is how I come with reverence, with carefulness. Not late because I prepared. Right? And also fresh. I can concentrate and give him my best worship and receive and be attentive to learn about him. Right? So this must be spiritual lessons that you pick up for yourself. Will you change? Will you change? Depends on how you honour God. Day of preparation. Which is why we often tell church, church um, people, do not organise late night activities on Saturday nights. Right? Go to some faraway places to look at the stars and then come back past midnight and the next day everyone is tired or go on a long cycling trip for um, 12 hours on Saturday and then Sunday everybody is too tired. Don't do that. Right? Remember the principle, we can prove that it's 
is Friday because of this word, day of preparation. And we must learn that this is an important day, useful day. Let's turn to God in prayer.